Before we start today's podcast, a quick heads up on Sherlock's VIP club. From restaurants, bars and hotels to beauty, wellness and shopping, Sherlock's partners with some of London's best destinations and hottest brands to bring its VIPs exclusive monthly offers. So why not sign up? It'll cost you just £5 a month or £50 for the year. Use your card once or twice and you'll have made that amount back in no time. For more information, visit sherlocksvip.com. Welcome to the Sherlock's Highlights podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Becky Hull, Lou Huff, and Heather Steele. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hello. I'm guessing only you, Lou, watch this, but the Strictly final was this weekend. No, I didn't watch it. I know, I'm devastated. We had a dinner party on Saturday night, and then Sunday morning, we woke up really early to go to the countryside, and I missed it. Oh, gosh, yes. I thought that, I don't know why I thought this, I thought the results were on Sunday, so I was very excited to come back, go on catch up, and then find out who the results were. When we were driving on Sunday morning, they announced it on the radio and I was like yeah. oh. the final they always do it yeah. live yeah. was it amazing? yeah it was absolutely amazing it was just such a high quality of dancing this year both I don't think Emma yeah. ever really stood a chance no. but both Karim and Kelvin were just exceptional like yeah. absolutely mm. amazing and Kelvin was the right winner yeah. sorry spoiler yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you know by now has um, Lifty ever won before? no, no. no. I didn't watch it but I'd heard I think she's been on for five years yeah. this is the first That's time she's she won so deserve it because Danny Matt she should have won but I think Danny Matt didn't win because he danced before and I do think the public are quite savvy with that I think you're right about that and also someone was saying that Karim was in um, The Lion Lion King King. one of the main roles what and bloody Emma was the lead in Chicago so sorry but you cannot win yeah so Kelvin our lad from Emmerdale probably didn't have much experience (laughs) you like Jamie Lang is turning oh yeah turning in his Jamie Lang's own like his fingernails out do we think he'll do it next year I hope so. I'd love to see him I do hope, Strictly. Yeah, me too. But then at the same time, if the person who replaces you wins, mm. it's, it's a bit of pressure. Isn't yeah, it? true. Mm. Doing the casting sheet for Strictly must be so much <laughs> yeah. fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All the potential the celebrities yeah. would be amazing. And given that this year was mostly rubbish in terms of celeb names, mm. it was actually really good. It yeah. was a really good yeah. season. And I think that's what is so great about Strictly is it really is about the dancing mm-hmm. rather than the celebrity personalities. Totally. Like at the true. beginning, I think that's what gets you in. But by the end, you're like, oh, yeah. you just want to watch it exactly and also (laughs) when Kevin was handed the glitter ball trophy and they asked him to make a little speech he was like this is such an amazing part of this country and like British culture it is so true it's really really part of the fabric of British society and and there's so much depressing stuff going on in British society right we need a little lift we need it and everyone genuinely says when they do Strictly it's the best thing they have ever done Yeah, yeah they do they do well teaser for 2020's podcast we will have Rachel Stevens <gasps> joining us can't wait um, Rachel in early Stevens. Feb Rachel Stevens oh. of S Club fame and of course Strictly fame um, and so I'm sure she can divulge oh my when she comes in in a few weeks what else has everybody been watching any festive recommendations are you going to tell us about some awful gory slap no I'm not I promise I watched this weekend The Marriage Story on Netflix oh, yes. with I Adam Driver it. basically it is about Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson and they have a marriage that is breaking down and they have a child together and they both met each other through theatre and it's quite an intense relationship which you learn really early on and you kind of see the cracks at the beginning but it just shows and Laura Dern plays Scarlett Hansen's lawyer who's just incredible and then you have 
Ray Liotta plays Adam Drivers. And I think it's just the cast is so strong. It's so powerful. And they just take you on this journey of how difficult it is when you have a child and how much that makes the separation about 50 times harder. And it starts off really amicable and then it just gets very, very painful. But it's done. It's portrayed beautifully. Who's the director? Noah Baumbach. Yeah. Is the director. But it's not like the most cheery thing you'll ever watch. There are moments of humour, though. Yeah. But I think it's the acting for me was mm. literally incredible. And Adam Driver just has this one moment where he breaks down and I was like in bits because it's just so heartfelt and really moving, I thought. I think it's a really good watch and if you want to just feel something. I put it on on Friday evening and I think I wasn't quite expecting mm. something so... It's um, not Friday it's night. It's slow. Though. I really struggle when I want to watch something that I can kind of dip in and out mm-hmm. of and I may be like on my laptop or I'm mm. doing something at the same time that is like entertaining Yeah, but not like a really old series. I don't, I'm never quite sure what to put on. Mm. I think this is one of those films that you do actually have to sit down and yeah, really, really feel. I think I'll probably watch focus. it yeah, had great reviews. I just think both of them are amazing, but Adam Driver specifically just completely blew me away. He's amazing, and I really fancied him afterwards. Even I, he's I fancied my... him for a very long time oh. after Girls. Yeah, he's even fitting, yeah. yeah. He's got a sexy character. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he is quite sexy. I don't yeah. know if it's because he's quite cool. There's a bit of coolness to him. Do you? Yes, mm. but really good, and you kind of feel really sorry for both of them. Slightly more Scarlett handsome, but you end up just feeling really. I don't know. It's very moving. It's okay. really moving. And Laura Dern is incredible, incredible in it. Yeah. She's amazing. She brings like the sass massively. I love her. Have you watched it? Yeah, so I actually saw it at the cinema because they did like a really limited release about a week before, mm. and because I had to review it for Sherlock's <laughs> the day it came out on Netflix. So I definitely lose what you were saying about being in the right frame of mind. Mm. I think seeing it at the cinema, I was obviously fully yeah. invested and paying attention, etc. But no, yeah, I wanted to watch it for ages. So I was really excited when it finally came out. Really impressed with it. It is really sad. I don't know. It's been interesting. I've read quite a few pieces. One was in some of the Sunday supplements this weekend about how Adam Driver's character is actually really controlling and actually it's really sad and you shouldn't be feeling sorry for him at all because Mm. it's Scully Hansen's character who's given up this career of being like a Hollywood actress to live in New York instead and you know play a character in his Broadway shows rather than you know spreading her wings and doing what she wanted to do I don't necessarily get that I can see why Mm. some people might have slightly different views on it but no but I think he's got a sort of background story that we're we're never fully told and Mm. I think he is slightly damaged so to speak but I think it's funny how you do feel empathy for both of them it's worth watch definitely, yeah, definitely. great it's in Star Wars next very excited no, no that sounds else is. <laughs> yeah uh, on Friday I'm very excited what, like what you go and queue no but I always go on Christmas Eve with my family because oh, we're big awesome. Star Wars fans okay. so yeah looking forward to that and hopefully won't see any spoilers in the sort of four days leading up to it there is so much I'm excited to see in the cinema over the Christmas period I'm so excited for Little Women oh yes. my god say and also well excited nervous interested in oh, cats I, I knew you were going to say that <laughs> yeah. I'm excited about cats my girlfriend and I are going to go and see it just for like lols. I think it'll be good. I reckon. Well, again, that's how this on the, what's on the 20th Friday, Friday, so I cannot wait yeah. for the and a bit festive for the review. It'll get you in a sort of the songs are good. Yeah, yeah. I, love, the I love the musical. Is yeah. Absolutely Amazing. ridiculous. But it yeah. looks it looks so awful. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've not seen a trailer really. Oh, oh watch a trailer. trailer. It's the so cats odd. are wrong. They're like weirdly shaped. Oh, they're all yeah. different. <laughs> they mean that they, they walk. Strange. Like when have you ever seen a cat walk? It's like if you had a nightmare about cats. Oh God. The musical. But they're all 
like wrong that. side. Like there are these cats on chairs and tables, and they're like the size yeah. of a wine glass. It's, it's all very yeah, they're right. way too small oh, to yeah. the set. Okay. Yeah. I feel like you should, probably shouldn't watch it drunk because I think it would just mess <laughs> up with really your head. It looks like a bit Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that was trippy. the intention. Okay. <laughs> it's probably the musical I've seen the most out of everything. Mm. Maybe rivaled with Joseph, but I remember us going to see it, and we were sat in the front row, and I must have been maybe four, and I didn't quite understand that they were actors, and I remember the cats coming out. Yeah, they come, they come. Yeah. And they sat on maybe my brother's lap and I was so freaked Ooh, out. Yeah. <laughs> really it's scary. scary. Yeah. It had the revolving stage as yes. well, didn't it? Yeah. Things like that can be quite creepy, especially yeah. when you're into like yeah. face paint, which actually I'm not. <laughs> like coming back to, you know, like the Grinch, you know, when people conceal their faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think mm-hmm. That's actually really not that. my vibe. Yeah. 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 Has anyone seen Knives Out? <gasps> no, but I really would love to see that. I would as well. It looks a bit sort of Agatha Christie, a yeah. bit Midsummer Murders. Mm. That's my kind of vibe, but with an A-list cast. Mm. Is it in cinema? Yeah. Yes. yes. Came out about 10 days ago. Right. It's been out a little while. Yeah. What's the vibe? Is it funny? Like, I think, yeah, it's a bit of... I don't think it's scary. Yeah. yeah. I think it looks really good. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It was our Christmas party. Actually, two weeks ago now, we, we celebrated what? quite early this year, didn't we? Oh yeah. my God. Oh, no, it goes quickly, doesn't it? And we all got Christmas party ready with the help of Ruby App, who came in and gave us spray tans and did nails too, which is lovely. Uh, so it got us thinking about all the beauty apps that you need ahead of party season and just generally the beauty apps who can come to your home and basically do everything that you can get at your local salon but in and around your own hours which is what we always say is the best thing about it Lou you had a wax at home recently oh my god and it's the second time now I've done it and I'm not going back it is amazing Mm. especially this time of year I think it's really hard to try and find a time where you can go and have your ablutions done and (laughs) if you don't have a good local beauty therapist then it's really difficult to do it even like around lunch mm. so she came to my house at about 8 30 sat up in the lounge we had the tv on we had candles it was such a dream and afterwards just like put your dressing gown on that's nice Heaven. so nice and what app did you use for that so i use secret spa i had a wonderful irish lady called olivia and you can start your favorite therapist so now anytime i'm looking for a treatment it will just go to her first and you put that's like good. your different times in the availabilities and then they'll come back to you and it's just amazing and more expensive than no having- maybe five potentially 10 pounds more expensive but i think for the convenience of it and i think you can find quite a few starter um discounts as well if you're first time using so i highly recommend great yeah becky yeah completely i think it's just the convenience it's the ease and it's the fact that some of them offer them till about 10 o'clock at night i mean you literally you know when you get home and the last thing you want to do is go out they just come to you you're in your home they go and you're there you're literally like i'm done i'm ready for whatever you've got coming up i remember they first launched it being very london centric and often actually a lot of them only operated in zone one even now i mean we know that that, that has yeah. gone further because you know, we don't live in zone one but mm. they can still come to us so are there ones that are available across the uk definitely i think all of them have expanded their locations now there's more than ever available i think i'm pretty sure secret spa is very wide stretched now mm-hmm. as is the glam app they're available in 23 cities mm-hmm. 
again, brilliant. And they do very nice makeup looks. So if you can't be bothered to do mm. it yourself or if you just want that kind of stress taken off you, they are brilliant for creating a bespoke look. Yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah, I think they've all expanded their locations. And I think sometimes people can be a bit nervous about who's doing mm. their treatment. So and everyone comes with reviews so you can mm. sort of make what you want of their mm. Definitely. Set. I've used blow maybe three or four times now for a blow dry. Mm. It is more expensive. It's forty pounds for a blow dry. Okay. But again, if you just need it kind of out of regular hours, it's great. And it's been a little bit of trial and error mm. in terms of finding somebody who right I really person. like. But then I found somebody yeah. and now exactly as you you were saying yeah. with Secret Spy, you're able to request that person and, and rebook with them every time. So, yeah, I think it's worth maybe trying it on a yeah. occasion where you're not so heavily invested. Yeah, very good. And then you can kind of, yeah. yeah, work out what works for you. Yeah, no, I think they're brilliant. I really do. So what other apps should we know about? There's obviously Ruby, who we love, and they joined up with Perfect 10, didn't they, last year? Yeah. Who also we used to use at Sherlock's loads. So we can <laughs> highly recommend Ruby, which is spelled with a double W. Not a double W. We've also got Le Salon. They do Nails on Demand and they are really well known for doing very good manicures at your service. It's a relatively new one, so worth having on your radar if you are a mani-pedi person. And then you've also got Uspa, which is facials and massages literally in your living room. And I have heard really good things about this. I've actually not tried this one myself, but I know a lot of beauty journalists that have and really rave about it. So I think, again, if you're just looking for a bit of time alone, a bit of mm. deep massage and to unlock, because also I think it's good for men. Mm. Just yeah. This out there, Harry loves to have massages done, but he's quite shy about mm. going out. So I think there's something to be said yeah. for these apps that come and do it. I think that's so true. Home. And also with a facial and a massage, the last thing you want to do is get on the tube, yeah, do oh, your commute home. Totally right. So you're sort of already at home, you're already mm-hmm. zen. You don't want to ruin that. Yeah, yeah totally So right. that I think in particular is a good one. Is great. Happy to know though that there are alternatives to urban massage as well. Who I have to say I've had bad experiences with several mm. times, both through trying to buy gifts and also through through using them myself mm. so that's good I would yeah. be, I'll be trying no definitely the and there's quite a few actually but this one definitely comes up top so okay. give nice. that a go uh, that's spelled U-S-P-A-A-H and then we have another one which is B-G-X and that's a bit similar to blow but mm-hmm. it's very much good for sort of blow dries freshening up dull hair they just come to you and they give you a little zhuzh okay great we've got eight good apps worth downloading and trying so do have a look at the feature on the site a new series launched on Sherlux this week called Empties. It's all about the products that Becky, you, our beauty editor, have finished this month. So it's basically the products that you've loved so much that I've, there's none left. Exactly, that I've actually reached the end of, which cool. I think we can all agree is pretty hard to do. But that's the type of article that shows the products that a beauty editor generally use is right up my street and literally as soon as Becky wrote this I was like straight over so many questions loved it I do love it when people have questions for me I must admit Um, okay so Becky hit us what are the really stand up products that you have run to the end of this month okay so number one is Colossal Eau de Lait and it is one of the best sort of gentle milky cleansers that has come over from France and it only came over this year and a lot of people in the industry have said that it's kind of a hidden secret and they've all always used it it's called it has a sort of zesty lemon smell to it but don't be put off because it's not really astringent on your skin it's actually very gentle it was created for babies as well to be able to use but I think what I like about it is is the fact it's gentle and you can use it more as a pre-cleanse like your first step it just takes off 
any buildup, any dirt throughout the day, and it's very soft and it's got glycerin in as well, which is very hydrating. So it's known to keep and a your good price point as well. Yeah. Very good price point, but people swear by it. I'm not okay. joking. It's it's a big, Never big, big it. product. Okay, so it's yeah. nine, nine pounds fifty and available at Feel Unique. Yeah, okay. and it will last. I mean, nine pound fifty to me, I still think a lot of people would think that's a lot for a cleanser, but it goes the distance. Okay. I promise you. Great. What else of note? Drunk Elephant's Melting Butter Cleanser. Lou and I have spoken about this in depth. So I love this that name, Melting is, Butter oh, Cleanser. And yeah. it's so satisfying. It is. You stick your fingers in it and it just melts in your hand. Mm. It's like a really oily texture. So this is like second part of the cleanse. And it just takes everything off. So when you've wiped it off with your flannel or your cotton buds, your skin feels amazing. And it's got squalane in, which is known to be very hydrating. And loads of different oils that are just nourishing to the skin in general. Okay. I'm tempted to try that because I use the... Elemis Pro Cleansing one, mm. but that's really expensive. Yeah. Whereas this is twenty nine using that. It is the best. It's so good. It is. Yeah, they the are good. They're just so much kinder to the skin mm, as well because yeah. they don't tug like other cleansers mm-hmm. do. It just genuinely melts your makeup yeah, off. There's, there's nothing worse than using a cleanser and then your skin feels really dry. Yeah. And, yeah. Afterwards. No, and it does the opposite. It, it feels like hydrated. it's like sinking mm-hmm. into your skin mm-hmm. and then you're removing what's on the top mm. rather than just like wiping something away. Yeah. yeah. And I find with those balm cleansers, they actually get rid of my eye makeup because. Other ones just don't even they leave just a like bit. proper eye makeup remover. You've got to really go over yeah. it yeah. so many times. Whereas I find those ones do just kind of seem to dissolve mm. it. No, I'll give that one a try. The drunk elephant one. Do Heather, and then I've got the Clinique Even Better Makeup Foundation because I only discovered this recently. I've actually never got through a foundation so quickly. It is the best coverage. Still has that kind of wet skin finish to it, so you never look cake. Holy grail. Yes, I Holy grail. <laughs> I feel like every day someone on the team will say to you, Becky, your skin, and you're mm-hmm. like, well, they're like, what foundation are you wearing? It's Clinique. And it's the Clinique. It is genuinely brilliant. It's £22. It leaves behind a really nice sort of luminosity to your skin. It's brilliant, and it lasts all day. You know some foundations sort of slip. It's it also a that. really good size, mm. and it's little, and it's light. Mm. Like, some of the foundations I've had in the past are in, like, a big glass yeah. bottle. Yeah. When you're yeah. travelling, so difficult. Yeah. Yeah. No, or even if you little... just want to put it in your bag to top up later in the day. Yeah. yeah. Bulky. Completely. Mm. And if you had to pick one more? Do you know what? The other one I've got for you is Fenty Beauty's Luscious Lip Balm. Now... I know Lisa Eldridge really loves this as well. It actually doubles up as a lip gloss as well. And it's basically fun to apply because it's like applying lip gloss all the time. It's got that kind of applicator. But it has a really sort of smoothing texture that when you put it on, it's hydrating. And then you get a lovely glossy sheen. Does it make them tingle? No, not at all. It's actually got quite a plumping effect, but without that mm-hmm. like pepperminty, tingly feel. And that lip glossy look is back, isn't it? It's completely back. So you can wear that over colour. You can wear it any way you want, but it mm. has got a really moist rich formula it's brilliant she's done a really good job on that on Rihanna so yeah (laughs) she knows what it is it's great and I'm completely out squeezed it within an inch of its life I saw a meme the other day that said that like our children are going to say to us like mum did you know that Rihanna used to be a musician (laughs) (laughs) it's so true isn't it it's really conquering the beauty and the fashion world okay a few questions you've got a Glossier eye pencil on this list for people who haven't yet been to the Glossier store the Glossier pop up in London (laughs) is it as good as it looks yeah yeah, it is brilliant I have to say Rich and I were very lucky enough to go around just the two of us and we had the best time and also I think what's brilliant about it is I, you might have seen this on behind the scenes but if you haven't they have little mascara wand applicators that you can actually put in try and then bin so you get to try everything firsthand, though. And maybe some places have that, but I've never sort of come across that before. So I thought it was a brilliant little touch. And there's also four or five different rooms. So you never feel like you'd be really 
cramped in with everybody. You really get to play and get a feel for things. And I think a lot of people said there's queues, but it goes quite quick. Mm-hmm. So definitely get down there. It's it's just an Instagram dream. Have you been to that showroom in New York before? No, never. Have that, you? I, I've been to that and I never have had to queue. And it is amazing. It's oh. just like going into this magical world of pink beauty. I think, I think going to the London one is probably every teenager's dream. Completely. And adults. I had so much fun in there. They've got like this little door. They have this massive playhouse. Yeah. It's just very fun. That's why it's such a clever brand, isn't it? Because mm. it so appeals to teenage girls mm. because it's so kind of pink and frothy, but the products are really good and really work, very which good. is why yeah. adults love it. Today. And affordable. And affordable. Yeah. Really yeah. affordable. The other thing you put on this list was the Labo Tonka shower gel. I am obsessed mm. really with this scent. I've got the bath oil. I'm not joking. Every time I use it in every bath I have, and my bathroom smells of Tonka for like wow. three days. It is the best smell ever. And I think that's the thing. Again, a lot of people might flinch at the price for this, but How much is it? this is £37. That's for the shower gel. Mm-hmm. This did last me for a very long time, but I think above all, it is so concentrated of perfume mm. that you almost don't need to buy the perfume if you're washing totally. every day. It's yeah. so strong. It stays on your skin for days, and mm. that's not an exaggeration. I don't know if you found the same. Completely agree. Uh, yeah, I will smell a bit. It, like, I can have a bath before I go to bed and wake up, so yeah. it's mm. a bit. Good <laughs> Christmas present idea, I think. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Okay, well, I think we can all look forward to this series. Is this going to be monthly? It's going to be monthly. Yeah, you get through, through our whole stuff. I'm going to have to. Yeah, you're going to have to. Looking forward to it. Okay, Becky, you wrote another feature, which we're probably not going to go into in a huge amount of depth unless, Lou and Heather, you have some clever <laughs> tricks up your sleeve. Um, but I just thought this was so fascinating that we had to give it a mention. It is the 10 hairspray hacks worth knowing. And it's basically all the different tricks you can use your good old Elnet yeah. for. So obviously, things like smoothing flyaways will come as a surprise to no one. But you can also use it, you claim, to set your money faster, mm. calm your eyebrows and save your tights. That is one I have heard of before. Yeah. I've done it as well. So when you've got a ladder, you just give it a little spray and it will hold it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's not going to get rid of it or prevent it from forming in the first place, obviously, but it does stop it from going Spreading, right yeah. down Which your leg. Which does make me yeah. concerned about what the hell is in her spray. Well, I can stop a pair of tights. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Maybe don't overthink it. <laughs> but than yeah. the old clear nail varnish trick from oh, the 90s. Yes. I always did that at school. Yeah, yes. yeah. And then it was stuck to your leg. <laughs> yes, yes. You had to peel it off and then yeah. peel it. Okay, so what else can you use your hairspray for? Again, probably doesn't come as a surprise, but actually a lot of hair stylists always say to me that people kind of neglect hairspray for just building texture. Because I think people always think of it as a final thing to set your look, but actually you can use it to scrunch in a bit of texture when your hair's feeling a bit meh but it I also... saw that on Queer Eye We're in Japan which I watched recently there was that episode where Jonathan Van Ness sprayed it on his hands and then was using mm, it to kind of do all sorts of yeah. things which I hadn't seen before. and actually that's probably the best way of doing it because then you're not getting so much mm. that it just sticks but yeah it completely that is the best way to get a bit of texture also to lock in Kirby grips because I don't know about you guys but mine always fall out because I've got very fine hair and they're always sliding around so it just locks everything in because if you think about it if it's going to hold your hair texture it's going to hold any hair accessories you put in what about the non-hair related things Mm. removing makeup stains yes removes makeup stains I've not tried this myself but a lot of people say that it's possible that you can spray it onto things like lipstick I'm dubious as to how much it would get rid of but I can imagine it would mute the colour right down before you put it in to it says that you do it and then put it in the washing machine because it breaks down the stain okay clever which I can see I can imagine that happens it also 
also gets rid of those stickers. So you oh, know when you have a sticker, that, that works. That genuinely works. If Great. you've got one of those pesky white stickers, just spray a bit on and it literally rubs off. Ooh. I think it's the alcohol in it. That yeah, is I was so going to say, it must be something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it just breaks it down. A few items of clothing that have been ruined by a sticker, like yeah. a leather jacket where the sticker oh. has come. I know she's had to put one on. This is like at a parent's evening or something. <laughs> but yeah, where a sticker has then ruined Ooh. a jacket. So I that's imagine it's also like on glassware. On glassware, on like your presents for Christmas, guys. Have you got those stickers? So good little tip that one. And repelling static, my favourite. Yeah, no, it's true. There's nothing worse. Well, again, it does the same for your hair, so it would do the same mm. for your clothes. And I think that's the thing about a hairspray. It's just so pleasing. You can get so much out of it. It's just who knew. So pleasing. And it works well on tights, yeah. It just takes away that zappy sensation that's so annoying. What is your favourite hairspray? I like the IGK hairsprays. They're really big, chunky cans. They last you for probably years and they're not super sticky, so you can get a bit more okay. play from them. Do they smell like Elnet? I feel like, does, no. that, does that remind everyone else of their mums? Yeah. The smell of Elnet yeah. is just my mum. Always no, always. the IGK ones are kind of more coconutty. Okay, nice. A bit more up to date. Yeah, um, cool. Well, thanks, Becky. I really enjoyed that feature. <laughs> okay, let's move on and talk about. Christmas, we can all be a little guilty of overindulging over the festive period. But if you don't want to come back in January feeling sluggish, shall we say, there are a load of healthy food swaps you can make. And we've put a list together for some suggestions. So I think, caveat, we're not talking about Christmas Day here, right? Like, I think the average Brit eats something like 4,500 calories on Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. I'm all for that. Um, This is more just in and around the festive period. I know a few people came into the office this morning saying, oh, I'm really feeling it, all boozy, all eating too Mm. much. So this is if you do fancy just cutting back and not feeling revolting until January. (laughs) So on this list, we've got suggestions like mixing your roast potatoes with root vegetables, cutting back on gravy, and choosing fruity pavlova over figgy pudding. Do you care about being healthy over the Christmas period or do you just think, fuck it and go for it? I think my mum cares. I think I couldn't care less. Sorry, just saying. I think it's the one time where we kind of go a bit mad. So it's not like I do it all year round. It's a time to indulge and have a bit of fun. But I have noticed this year she's very much looking for gluten-free puddings and things like that. And I don't know. I think it must be the trend that everyone's being a little bit healthier. But Gluten-free doesn't mean healthy, though. I know. I think she just tries. She tries to do okay. her research. But I mean, yeah. For me personally, I think whatever way you dress it up, it's always going to be unhealthy. So what's... Yeah, personally. Yeah, unhealthy or maybe a bit miserable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lou? I think if you're denying yourself of something you really, really want, Mm. like if everyone else is tucking into their roast and you've got a little salad in the corner, you're going to feel a little bit sad for yourself. But I think it's maybe good to just be aware of what maybe small things you can mm. change to make it feel a little mm. bit more bearable and it goes on for a really long time yeah, so it's like how many roasts do you have in this next like 10 day period yeah. also for me it's not the meals itself it's all the, the, it's snacking. the, yeah. it's the, the snacking. snacking so it's like yeah. maybe not having the 11th quality street yeah. or, you know. and I think it's also not eating the quality street where you don't even like the flavour it. but it's there and yeah. that's what I do in the kitchen today we've got some celebrations and I was making up tea and I was like oh I might have a celebration but it was milky Way, Bounty, and Mars, no. none of which I'm into. But did you eat one anyway? Yeah, and yeah. I didn't need to. <laughs> yeah. No. So sad. So sad. No, I'm with you. I'm with you, Heather. Yeah, I think by the time it gets to sort of Boxing Day, I automatically start being a bit like, right, mm. I'm not actually that hungry. Mm. I think because we've been in the house maybe mm. for a, you know, more than you would do normally. So usually by then I'm kind of a bit more ready to, yeah, yeah. We have yogurt for breakfast. Yes. And yeah. Yeah. I also True. get to a stage where I don't crave. Mm. Sweets, chocolate, yeah. biscuits. You hit a wall. But I 
still eat them. Yeah, I was going to say, I like the that same. feeling of being yeah. like, ooh, I really fancy I think it's because I know it's there as well. Yeah. I know, that fridge is full. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've actually booked a Japanese restaurant for lunch for Boxing Day this year. Ooh, I feel like it's it's like a good way to reset yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, you can kind of step away from the quality streets and the leftover turkey and just kind of start afresh with a bit of sashimi. Yeah, yeah. Nice. and it's still good. a nice festive, like, sharing kind oh, yeah. of atmosphere. Like, you know, yeah, out that's nice. How lovely. That would be very nice. Have you ever done the sort of Chinese food for... Uh, Christmas Day. I think thing. that's American. I know yeah. it's American. I wasn't yeah. sure if it, and it was well, seeped its way over I here. I think British shoes who don't wish to celebrate it cook like a traditional Friday night. So yes. like, like, I think yeah. they'll do like roast chicken and chicken soup. Yeah. Well, they'll still kind of get together, yes. but they'll do it in like a Jewish yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's that's, definitely that's, still an um, American only. Thing. Totally. Um, yeah. And actually. No, we do the whole. We go the whole hog. One really good tip I read on this was about having ample herbal digestive aids. I like that. So I think that is good (laughs) if you have overindulged. A tea will really kind mm-hmm. of reset. It yeah. helps the process, yes. doesn't it? I also think it's about making decisions that, like, things you know affect you badly. So, like, I know if I have a pastry to start my day, it doesn't set me up well. Mm-hmm. So, it's about making those decisions. Like, okay, if yeah. I know I really want to indulge later in the day, then maybe I won't bother with this thing now. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just about making those wise. Yeah. It's about being sensible. Being sensible, <laughs> exactly. Mm. I like the two, like, just add some cranberries to your yogurt for a festive touch. It's still healthy, but so it's miserable. cranberries, so it's Christmas. <laughs> And the one that says get rid of the bacon on your pigs in blankets. I mean, that's just Because then it's a bit like, well, I don't think we can call them pigs in blankets. No, I think not. Another good one was portion size as well. I think sometimes eyes bigger than your stomach. There's always leftovers at Christmas. Mm. So I often feel I eat way too quickly. I'm like, I'm still starving. Mm. And then you actually just have to wait Mm. like half an hour and you're like, okay, it's gone down. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I saw my mum on Wednesday and because I don't like Christmas pudding. She's always like, what are you having? So what shall I get instead? And I was like, I don't mind I'm always really full she's like but you need to have something so she always ends up getting <laughs> weather away yeah no, yeah she just always insists so oh yeah I can get like a mini sort of sticky toffee pudding which mm. nobody needs after a Christmas dinner oh, it's not about me we, though, we always no. have that about three hours two or three hours after our actual yeah. oh interesting we have I think break. intervals is yeah. good oh, we, yeah, we do have a little a present round yeah. in between courses oh yeah wow. completely yeah. Yeah. Oh, we do a little game in between oh yeah we tend to do a game actually table game and then the pudding comes yeah. out yeah. Oh, so we'll go straight to dessert and then there might be a game and then it's cheese. Oh, I see. So we leave for that, to be fair. You just keep going. Yeah, yeah. plough through. <laughs> I think these are good tips for in and around. Yeah, I think, yeah, I I think Christmas Day, day is, yeah, you've it. just got to go for it, haven't you? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
on the show last week, we did our edit of the best Christmas gifts that you can buy for everybody this year. And we all agreed that autobiographies come out tops as an easy gift that works for everybody. Elton John's Me, which has come out in the latter half of this year, obviously topped our list for this Christmas. But I want to know what are the best autobiographies that you've loved that you think might make a good Christmas gift for somebody this year? Heather? I don't really read them myself. Yeah, I'm more of a fiction fan, I'd say. But um, yeah, there's some really nice ones on this list. I do actually really want to read Airhead by Mm. Emily Maitlis. I think she's brilliant. I'd be very interested to... I thought more than an autobiography, that was like a collection of stories from her life. It's not a kind of traditional autobiography. No, yeah, it's probably a bit more, isn't it, about like how she does her job Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff rather than her life story, Mm -hmm. I suppose. Another one, this is actually on my to-read list over Christmas. It's Laura Cummings on Chapel Sands, Mm -hmm. which, again, I think it's a memoir about her mother, but, I don't know, the way that I think it's written from what I've read, it feels more like a sort of novel than it does a kind of standard Mm -hmm. autobiography. So I'm interested to read that. And there's one called Motherwell, A Girlhood, which is coming out in January, and it's written by the Guardian journalist Deborah Orr, who sadly died two months ago, so she won't actually see the, her book published, which is really sad, but it's mm. meant to be absolutely incredible about sort of a life growing up in Scotland. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to reading that one yeah. in the new year. Lou, Becky, you into autobiographies? Yeah, I really am, actually. And the one I would love to read this Christmas is Prince's The Beautiful One. Oh, yes. So it's, for me, I love a celebrity autobiography. I'm very interested in Emily Maitlis as, as well. But I think, for me, I really enjoy getting into the life of a celebrity and finding out what hardships they've come through. And I think Prince's will honestly be mm. eye-opening. So I'm really intrigued. Have any of you read Lily Allen's? Yes, I really enjoyed that last year. I wasn't expecting to at mm. all because I've always been a bit indifferent about mm. her but actually since reading it now I'm like oh I think she's amazing it had great and, reviews didn't it yeah. I remember hearing that it was such positive feedback I haven't read it but there was a thing just on the Daily Mail this morning I don't know why it came out now because the book came out yeah, last year yeah, yeah. and it said that in her autobiography she revealed that she had a quickie oh, in yeah. a plane toilet with Liam Gallagher yeah. I was like hang on I want to read this book juicy <laughs> yeah, there's some good uh, little revelations yeah. 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 that's what you want yeah. 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 Oh, she's just went through so much more press help and other horrible things like similar to Amy Winehouse you know bad managers Mm. who were just after making money for themselves Mm. at the expense of exploiting her and her career Mm. I guess for people like her as well where as you say so much of her life has sort of been in the press and probably not her side of the story it's her opportunity Mm -hmm. to be able to share actually what happened and actually Mm. what her side of the story is yeah Mm. because I know she grew up with two famous parents but Mm. it wasn't a happy childhood her parents had separated and her and her brother we're just going from one place mm, to the next yeah. kind of in the middle so that's really worth a read yeah. I didn't think I was that into an autobiography when I first looked at this feature but actually then I kind of dropped <laughs> down a quick list and realised that I've read loads that I have loved I tend to listen to autobiographies on Audible I find it quite hard to listen to fiction yeah. on Audible I just can't get as immersed in a story do often, they read their yeah, own? yeah they often read their oh, own yeah. majority of the time so I find that kind of easy to yeah. get into it's just like somebody kind of explaining their life I talked about Busy Phillips's autobiography oh, on yes. the podcast earlier in the year which I loved and cannot recommend enough you know, as I said at the time, full of good anecdotes about Hollywood and wanky film stars and <laughs> but also just great if you've ever felt like an awkward teenager, you'll relate and love it. Sort of in the same vein, I've loved 
the autobiographies by Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, and Mindy Kaling's two autobiographies, which each different from one another. But I, I'm fascinated by women in comedy, and particularly when those women were kind of coming up, it was such a male-dominated mm. field. And I just love the whole idea of kind of life behind the scenes at Saturday Night Live. And all, they all give such an amazing insight into the world of comedy, and particularly if you've loved their respective TV shows. Mm-hmm. So whether it's like The Office or 30 Rock or, you know, whatever it may be, they really, um, or Parks and Recreation, which I love. You get all the kind of behind the scenes details and gossip from all of them, which um, I really enjoyed. And then my favourite, which I read this year, and I don't think I ever spoke about it on the podcast, correct me if I'm wrong, is Educated by Tara Westover. Oh, you've you've given that to me and it's also on my Christmas reading list. It is amazing. Tara Westover grew up in a, a strictly Mormon family, but as in her father had what is most likely extreme bipolar and kind of extreme paranoia and anxiety all related to that. So they kind of lived this doomsday existence and it wasn't Mormon in the traditional sense of religiousness. I mean, he pulled the children out of school. They never went to see traditional doctors. They had the most horrific injuries happen to them because they ran like a metal junk scrapyard and they were never allowed to go and see a doctor. I mean, they really, really... Wow suffered so that's the first half of the book her detailing her childhood growing up with like seven siblings and her mother became the kind of local almost like a witch doctor she was a midwife but it was all kind of with these like ancient herbs and spices and it like really crazy unrelatable upbringing and then the second half is about how miraculously she managed to get educated the name of the book she ended up with a PhD from Oxford she's the most unbelievable person who she had to completely start from scratch she was in a lecture this isn't giving anything away she's talked about this in podcasts and and interviews which is how I found her actually through Oprah's Super Soul Sundays Mm -hmm. and in one of her first lectures at university the professor said a word and she'd never heard the word before so she put up her hand and said what is this and everybody kind of turned around and gave her a disgusted look and someone was like that's not funny and the word was holocaust she'd never heard of the holocaust and so as in she was starting Mm, from scratch she knew nothing about the founding of America like and she went from that to having a PhD and writing this it's the most inspirational story ever and the second half is inspirational and the first half is <laughs> unbelievable and wow. I really can't recommend it enough it's so good Christmas, Heather you will love my it my Christmas so, so bookshelf I have actually never read an autobiography what? I know I was going through the list and I don't think I've actually realised that I haven't. You haven't, like, actively avoided? But no, I think, like, yeah. you have I don't read as much as I would like to. And when I do, it's normally when I'm on holiday, and in which I, I'm desperate to get immersed in fiction. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of always where my focus has been. But I really want to read Elton. I really want to read Prince. So, yeah, I need to change that. Mm. Add them to your Christmas Yeah, list. Yeah, exactly. My only feeling about Elton is I didn't actually enjoy Rocket Man that much. Yeah. Did so I want No, well, I'd much prefer being no. in Rhapsody. I know book is different but I just wonder if I feel like I now know all the information Maybe. and I don't really care about the rest I like the idea of doing it on Audible I think like my commute when like in exchange for a podcast Thanks I think that would be ideal actually okay well more recommendations on our list include Demi Moore's autobiography called Inside Out and again that was actually when that came out really revelatory mm. there's stories about her own sexual abuse also about her relationship with Ashton Kutcher mm. so yeah another good read and then on the flip side not away from the celebrity world is Unfollow by Megan Phelps Roper and this actually says if you enjoyed Educated by Tara Westover Unfollow should definitely be on your Christmas list she 
was a part of the family that people may remember from Louis Theroux's The Most Hated Family in America oh, yes. about the Westboro Baptist oh, Church. God, yeah. Which, by the way, side note, if you've never watched that episode oh. of Louis Theroux, incredible. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so she left. She was one of the characters. She was part of that family and she left the Westboro Baptist Church. For those who don't know there, there's like extreme, terrible branch. Well, they're not even a branch. They're just a family no, yeah. in the Deep South um, in the States who did awful things like protest the funerals yeah. of dead servicemen. They oh, say they're Christian, but they're not They're, at they're all. quite yeah. class clanny, yeah. really. Um, anyway, so Megan Phelps Roper was a part of the family and subsequently left and has now written her autobiography. I know, so, that's very yeah, interesting. I know, so I will definitely um, also be adding that to my Christmas list. Speaking of Christmas, we always ask you to write in if you have any questions. And we have one that we thought was particularly pertinent. Somebody asked this week, if you are going to somebody's house for dinner party, and I do feel like we have discussed this on the podcast before, by the way, but just to refresh everybody's minds, and you don't want to just take a bottle of something, what makes a good gift? Lou, you look really excited about I'm this I'm really one. excited about <laughs> this because we had friends around for dinner on Friday, and they bought a bottle, and they also bought a board game with them. It's not a board oh, game. So you, right? Anyway, it's called Scrawl, and it's basically a mix between Pictionary and Chinese Whispers. <laughs> and it was so much fun. Like, we had our dinner, it was lovely and then it was just like straight into playing a game and it was just a really really lovely thing to do and when they left we were like that was such a lovely gift yeah. to bring that's so true and, and the guy that bought it had been like looking on Amazon at like the best dinner party games and came up with this one so basically the premise is you get a card with a completely random thing anything from combing your hair with a hedgehog to a giraffe doing limbo to quite a lot of rude ones as well and then basically you have to draw on your sheet what this saying is and then you pass it to the person to your left or right and then they see the picture and they have to write what they think the picture is so they cover it over with them with a new sheet and write that then it gets passed around and then that person has to draw what is written oh, and then, so and then gets passed around until you get back to yourself and then you basically lay them out and you <laughs> of the like image to the words anyway it's absolutely hilarious yeah Yeah, it's really really good and as I said there's some adult entertainment in there as well Um, so it's really really fun oh jokes I actually saw one the other day which I've been trying to get my hands on but I can't seem to find anywhere it's sold out but it's Pictionary for your phone and you basically get this special pen and you can draw in the air and other participants watch you through their iPhone you download an app and you can see what's being drawn into the air it's so yeah that's so fun I love that idea Lou a gift and also actually John Lewis do all that really kind of chic range yeah. of like the ones in a tin of yeah. the watch that and I don't think really we see like... anything fancy but I think it's a really nice icebreaker yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. if you've got friends who maybe don't know each other mm-hmm. but yeah it was just really fun light hearted and I just thought that's such a good gift yeah. to yeah. bring that great is. suggestion I think one that no one's played before as well is even mm-hmm. better because I, I don't really like playing board games but it's usually because you end up playing against like people who know all the answers or they're sort of experts mm-hmm. at it and then yeah. it's just no fun if you're kind of like oh yeah so Whereas that, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was really good. It was really good, and I think you could also probably just make up your own yeah. ones as well. Yeah. Anyway, Heather. Yes. What do you bring if you're looking for something a little different? I feel like you probably are quite good at this. Although, oh, I don't know, just food stuff, basically mm-hmm. like nice bits that you probably wouldn't buy yourself, yes. like a sort of fancy chutney sauce thing. or chutney, yeah, or ketchup or Boil olive or oil or yes. balsamic vinegar or you know something mm-hmm, yeah. like that. I, I like going for. to Otto Lenghi and they do all those gorgeous, like whether it's the big meringues or whether it's Bristol yeah. or something, and they're all wrapped up nicely in a bow, yeah. yeah. And then it's just done. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of amazing food markets this time of year. Yeah. And I 
I think you can go and get some really lovely little gifts and yeah. somewhere like that. I agree. Yeah. Okay, good. Lovely answers, mm. everyone. But let's end very quickly by talking about the amazing Fit Flop. I thought we had better just give them a shout out because they have launched their Wonder Welly, which is their new Wellington boot that is designed with all their special technology to be the comfiest Wellington boot out there because they're actually not often that comfortable, no, are they, no. So we did a great shoot to prove that they are not just for the countryside but for the city as well. Lou, how cool do these women look? They look absolutely amazing in this. And you're so right. I think people used to always associate wellies with country wear, but actually they're so useful in the city. And Fitflop have got the shorter versions as well. Mm. So I think for me personally, when I'm walking around, town I don't want to be wearing a knee length welly but when it's pissing down with rain and you're going on like a muddy walk they're so appropriate Brighton ladies I feel like you probably do get quite good use out of wellies down there definitely yeah yeah. I'm also in the market for some new ones so I'm quite tempted by these because they are insanely comfy because yeah traditional ones often kind of like bruise the ends of my toes so they rub even if you wear like two or three pairs of socks it's just a nightmare Mm -hmm. so actually I'm really tempted to get some black ones for yeah just walking around it yeah when we were styling the shoe I had to try on all the outfits to cool. check how it all looked <laughs> and put the wellies on and they've just got like this like squidgy Ooh. but supported sole and are just so so comfortable yeah. and also easy to get on and off there's nothing worse oh, than yes. when you get boots stuck mm. yes and when somebody else has to pull off your mother oh my god and, and you've like tried to yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also obviously we all like black in the Shilla's office and the kind of traditional army green but they've got a load of really fun colours there's yeah. pinks there's reds so if you did want something that stood out a little bit more I love the red yeah, yeah. the red is really cool and the light grey and the midnight navy are quite I really classy. like the I navy. light grey yeah. yeah they're very nice I think that's a good word for it Heather they're a classy welly yes, mm. yes. and also another really good gift it's £75 mm, yeah. for the short ones which yeah. is Everyone a really needs a good welling. price yeah. for a Wellington boot we also have a feature live on the site this week about what to wear over Christmas in the countryside and written by our lovely fashion contributor Anna Bromelow I don't think she specifically references Wellington boots but they would definitely be a useful thing to take yeah. with you if you do have Christmas in the countryside definitely Boxing Day walk exactly yeah. right exactly right well that's just about it for this week and for the year and for the so decade. Oh, it's the last one on a Monday. No, because cool. who the hell's gonna put it out on Boxing yeah. Day? <laughs> Sorry, guys, that's yeah. it. <laughs> we wish you all a very merry Christmas, a happy New Year, and we will see you in 2020. God, that sounds futuristic, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> Until then, don't forget to rate, view, subscribe, and tell your friends. Bye bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.